websites are dead. Let's be honest. Having a website, especially the one that's handed to you from a brokerage, it's got your old picture on it. Your social profile, that is your new website, much like doing the green screen for realtors. That's the new feature sheet for 2023 and moving forward. Your social profile, within five minutes, I can go to your profile. I can see everything about you. I can see if you're a cook, a father, a dad, mortgage broker, where you're located. Boom. I can watch two, three minutes of your content. I know if I like you, I know if you sound positive and like a professional or whatever I need you to sound like, I can connect with you through a website. I can't connect with you. I don't know if you're doing daily things on there. And if I see you doing daily things on your social, I know you're committed to your business. I had realtor five years ago, a bunch of them say, Ryan, I love you as a mortgage broker, but my brand's going on social and I need you to have a social presence. And so I can't work with you. And that was five years ago. <laughs> that was five right. years ago. I can only imagine now if you don't have a presence and it's you talking and being authentic and yourself online, like where are you focusing your energy on your website? Like no one's going and reading a blog anymore. They're going on and they're consuming three, four reels and they're seeing if yeah. they like you. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Wouldn't it be awesome if you could use Instagram to build a steady stream of leads and referrals for your mortgage business? In this episode, Ryan Wiley, longtime friend of mine, the CEO of 10 Loans a Month Academy and another mortgage podcast called The Mortgage Game, I posed this question to him. I said, if we were to drop you down in a city where you didn't know anybody and you had to build a mortgage business from scratch, what would you do? And he walked through the four or five steps that he would take to build his entire business using Instagram and his phone. I then flip the question around and I answer it. And I actually have a different answer than his. And I'll share my answer as well. And then at the end of this episode, if you stick around, I'll actually tell you how I would combine those two. So I'm going to take his idea and my idea and combine them. And if you drop me down in the city tomorrow and said, Scott, go be a mortgage broker that needs to be successful in six months. This is exactly what I would do. This is such a fun conversation. It is full of gold nuggets, just full of like, there's only four ways to get mortgage business. We talk about the different types of content you can create. We talk about where to get content ideas. He gives a very specific example of value ads you can use for realtors. It's just full of awesome, awesome stuff. Before I jump into that, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application document collection submission platform designed specifically for Canadian borrowers. It's very easy to use. One of the cool things about it is that it's got smart docs. So as the client's filling out the application, it already knows. It's like, hey, you're self-employed. I know we're going to need this. Or, hey, you're an employee. We're going to need these documents and it requests them. And we have found that more and more frequently, clients are actually using those documents to fill out the application, which if you just ask for them, then they send them to you. So you'll get documents sent to you right after you get the app. It's marvelous. Check them out at lendesk.com slash Finmo. Check out this conversation with Ryan and stick around at the end. I'll share with you how I would combine these two to make like basically peanut butter and chocolate. It would be absolutely killer marketing strategy if you wanted to apply it. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show, man. Long time, no chat. I feel like I haven't talked to you in like forever or something. Well, at least on the podcast, we haven't. I know, I know. Thank you for having me, brother. Happy to be here. Yeah, so it's going to be a good episode. I'm excited to chat with you about marketing, marketing plans, how most mortgage brokers either don't have one or they have one that was made in 1962. So let's talk about that and some of your thoughts. So maybe first off, maybe define for me, what do you think of when it comes to a marketing plan? Yeah, no, this is one of those things that I asked mortgage brokers and loan officers like point blank one-on-one, -on -one, what is your marketing plan? And they kind of go, yeah, talk to realtors, work my database, right? So my opinion on 
what a marketing plan is, there's two components to it. Number one, one side is advertising and then the other side is sales. And so to put that more clearly and simply defined, it's eyeballs. Number one part is we need to get eyeballs on you as a small business owner, you as the brand of the mortgage business. And then number two, how do we convert those eyeballs into not applications, but discovery calls? Because you not being good on a discovery call, that's not part of your marketing plan. That's just you honing your skills as a mortgage broker. So to answer your question, it is getting eyeballs is part one. How do you plan on consistently getting eyeballs, traffic? And number two, how do you plan on converting that traffic into book calls? Right. I think of it as attention and conversion. It's like you got to get attention, you got to convert. Okay. So that's how you define a marketing plan. So what do you see that people are doing wrong? Or give me your like the lowdown of what you think about the mistakes that brokers are currently making before we dive into kind of what you think people should be doing. Yeah. And you're going to give them a specific example too. I'm sure you're going to get yeah, into yeah, the yeah. needs of some specifics too. 100%. I was a broker for 13 years. And back then it was, hey, go get rate sheets and get a box of donuts and go into a real estate office and sit in the bullpen tape your business card to the thing and wait for realtors to talk to you. It was so awkward. <laughs> it was so awkward. And, and it, then it was call it people. Sometimes work, but not very well. And it doesn't work anymore at all. I didn't even think I was tip top. I think I was Moore's. I'd throw my Moore's oversized suit on that looked like it was my dad's. And I'd pop in there with Tim Horton donuts. And I'd sit there and just pray to God, one of the underperforming realtors in the bullpen wanted to talk to me. So that was way back then. But even now, I just see a lot of brokers sort of just waiting for the phone to ring. They're sitting there just mm -hmm. going, ah, business is down and times are tough and you know I'm just hunkering in. Well, what are you doing to get attention? It starts the first part is how are you getting attention? How are you getting eyeballs on your business right now? And I see some people trying social media, being very inconsistent or just not doing it well. I see other people still working the phones, give or take, but without consistency. I see some people trying some joint advertising and marketing with other referral partners. I see some people doing the old school stuff of, hey, I'm going to be in a hockey rink advertising on the boards, or I'm going to be print media sent to people's homes. But I don't see anyone, there's a couple, there's a handful, obviously, that are knocking out of the park that have actually sat back and spent 10 minutes, <laughs> it's all it takes, to figure out like exactly how I'm going to get attention. There's only four ways to go and get business. There's only four ways. It's warm leads, your warm outreach, reach out to people who kind of know you, cold outreach, pay for ads, or produce a ton of content, right? And have people come into your role. So like, which of those four are you doing every single day as a daily non-negotiable? And so most people just don't have an answer to it. And it's usually people that are working their database and old referral relationships. But what if you're a three-year-old broker, a one-year broker? a broker who had a business built on realtor relationships and you got hammered during COVID. And now what are you doing for your business, right? So I see a lot of people, I see newer people struggling and I see even older people who've been in the game for a while, realize their business is down 50% and they don't have a plan of action to go get more attention. Right, okay, quickly, warm leads, like pro partners did cold leads, advertising and content, is that what the four? Or did I miss rules up? No, no, you got it. Yeah, there's only four things you can do personally. Now you can have realtors send you business and referral partners, but you have to go get them. So that's a whole marketing plan on how to get those referral partners. So if we're just talking you specifically as a mortgage broker, you wake up, it's 7 a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever time you go to work. Yeah, but realtors would really fall under those warm leads, I think. Like for the most part, it would be people, but you've got to nurture those relationships. But okay, so you've got the four different ways that you can get eyeballs. So then walk me through sort of what other thoughts you have on how brokers can do a better job of actually having a marketing plan. 
And what's required in it, do you think? Well, I think what's required is you need to build a brand, right? You need to build a brand online. I think if you are not on social media now with a consistent presence, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing your business and your family a disservice. That's an old school way of thinking. It was a mistake I made, my biggest mistake I made in my career publicly, everyone knows this was I did not build a brand online and I wish I did. I probably cost myself millions of dollars by not doing that. I'm not going to make that mistake now. But the easiest way to leverage your time and share your personality out there consistently is sitting on your phone and building a brand through social media. That's how you're going to get eyeballs. I don't know. Like, I have a question for you, Scott. What else would you do? If I dropped you off in a country, if I dropped you off in Greece and you didn't know anybody and you had to go build a business, like, what would you do? How would you go get attention? That's part one of your marketing plan, getting attention on your services. How would you do that without social media? What are the other options? Right. Well, I know what I would do, but like, yeah, tell me. I would love. Well, I, would, I would. So if you drop me, let's say you drop me in small town, the U.S., somewhere where I don't know anybody, the first thing I do would start a podcast because that would be my outreach. I would be a niche, probably real estate related podcast in that market, and I would then get all the top people in that market on my show to a get to know them on a personal level, b to start to build a relationship, and also the you know city planners and mayors and whoever else I could get. That's what I would do, and then I would use that and funnel that into some other type of content, but because that's what I know how to do, but that doesn't mean that everybody could or should do that. But no, I, and I but again, that. that's con it's content marketing and all of that, which I have five minute confession is that I have focused so exclusively on creating podcast content that I literally am sitting on a gold mine of social content that I have not even used. Last night at like two in the morning, I woke up and I had this insight about how to create content so easy that I was like, oh my gosh, why did I not see this before? So that's what I would do. Yeah. And in the past, what I have done is I would use a webinar. I would then create some sort of value add webinar that targets a niche type of borrower or client. And I would add tons of value in that webinar and drive them to talk to me. But all of that can be accomplished faster or quicker with less, you know, hurdles for the customer by doing the same thing using social, right? Anyway, and I think I'm we're not... saying the same thing. I just, I'm like... You know, the old school donuts case really old school. Mine is like, you know, five year old strategy, but it would be the same thing. I think it would, you know, that's what I, I would do if you drop me in a market that I didn't know anybody. And I love that angle. I think creating a podcast is a great idea. I think you can do it in conjunction with the social because the that's social what I mean. That should be both. And that's why I started doing my hair for podcasts because I'm like, hey, I'm actually going to keep these videos and we're going to use them. So, okay, let me ask you what you would do. So now I'm going to flip the question on you. I drop you in you know, Charlotte, North Carolina and say, you don't know anybody, you just got a mortgage license. How are you going to build a mortgage business in six months? Yep. I'd pick one platform. And for me, it'd be Instagram. I'd only focus on that. I would basically document my day as a loan officer. Cause that's what I would be there or a mortgage broker, I guess. Document my day, three, four, five, six, seven videos a day, story showing exactly what I'm doing in the day. And then I would start leveraging a referral partners through social. So I'd build up my platform. I'd give education pieces for some of my content. And then I would reach out to, and this is part two, this is the conversion part of your marketing plan. I'd reach out to realtors in the area and I'd reach out and go, Hey, realtor, I'm a mortgage broker, blah, blah, blah. Here I am. Do you have any listings I'd like to showcase on my Instagram? I'd love to showcase the numbers and give you some free advertising. They'd come back. Yeah. No realtor is going to say no, by the way, because it's free traction and exposure for their listing. What they told their client they were going to go get. And then be like, yeah, here's a property. One, two, three Smith street. I'd be like, great. I'd throw it up on a green screen, throw the listing up. I'd have some commentary running about the budget on the back of it. I'd do it all through my phone. I'd fire it off. It's basically the 2023 version of a feature sheet. 
Right. And then I would add them as a collaborator. I wouldn't tag them. You could tag them, but add them as a collaborator. Once the realtor accepts that, all of a sudden now it goes into your feed and it goes right into their feed. And so you get to hijack all their followers. And I would only approach realtors who had referral partners. You can do this with local businesses too that have a good following on social and Instagram and they're engaged daily because they're going to appreciate what you're doing. Plus they're yeah, also- Yeah, they're, they're not on there. They're not going to care what you're promoting on there. They're like, right? Yeah. So- But if you have someone that has 3,000 followers and they're on every day and all of a sudden they're collaborating with me, they're not doing anything. I'm doing all the work, all the value add. I'm showcasing their listing and giving budget examples of it live and I'm talking about it on a 60 second reel goes into their feed. Do you not think I'm going to get followers from that? Do you not think when I reach out to that realtor now, I go, Hey, do you want to have coffee or, Hey, I love what you're doing here or that they're going to pick up the phone. They're going to like acknowledge what I'm doing. Cause I've done something for nothing. And so that's what I would do. I would keep doing that over and over. And then I'd find local businesses and I'd showcase them in a green screen. I'd put up their thing. I'd say what they're doing. Then I'd add them as a collaborator, as long as they have followers and a presence. And I would slowly build up my brand through Instagram and referral partners. I wouldn't go to the end consumer. Those people will find you. You can transition your content to that at some point. That's dual purpose to referral partners, plus you as a mortgage broker. But I would start out just showcasing referral partners all around me and build up my center of influence. Right. So you're saying realtors are still a good source of business. <laughs> Here's what I would do. Okay, let's do both. You know, If you had the bandwidth, you just create a longer format, valuable show and then promote that show plus the Instagram listing, collaborations, local business, all of it. Like we literally just gave you a plan for if you're listening to this, you, sure. you, you just go do that and you are, your business will be bigger in six months. Like, and everyone else will be sitting around complaining, well, well and you're like, literally your business is going, we'll have people right now that are not down over last year that work with us. I seen they're like, they're not down. Like they're about even, which to me, even is up. If you were even to last year, you're gaining market share, right? Because the market has shrunk. Yeah, I'm with you. And like the number one pushback I get on social media, and it was a mindset that I was telling myself before was, I don't like it because I'm a private person. I don't like where we're going. The society's breaking down over social. Like there's a lot more negative and positive. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks one day. It was like, get over yourself, your clients, your potential new clients don't care about your opinion on social. It's where your clients are hanging out. They're spending more time on their phone in their social feed than they have last year and the year before. And in five years, it's going to be even more. So get over what you think about social and go to where your clients are spending their time. And when I made that shift, I was like, oh my God, that was like me just telling myself that story because I didn't like social. But my whole goal as a small business owner is to get eyeballs on what I do. If I'm not going to do that, then what's the alternative? What else am I going to do? So I have to come up with a better marketing plan. I've looked at them all. This is hands down, without a doubt, the best way for any mortgage broker to go build your business. It'll be worth more a year from now than it is today, is to go build a brand online. Let's say if I do something for you, you're my ideal referral partner, and it's a video that I send you, let's say, right? Like we always talk about, like one of the things you want to do is follow up. And a lot of our people will use like follow-up videos weekly or whatever. And that's awesome. They see it. But that's only just that. Why does that not go on social as well? Like, you know, make it shareable or record it twice if you had to make it slightly different. But like literally that content should be both. It shouldn't be just, you know, video follow-ups or something to your referral partners. It should also be used on social. So someone else who's not currently one of your people sees it as well. 
And clients are going to see that too, right? Just because you're speaking mm -hmm. directly to a referral partner, if you're showcasing your knowledge and your client journey to a referral partner, it's dual purpose. Potential clients are going to see that content and it's going to resonate with them because they're going to see it from their angle. Referral partners will see it from their angle. You get maximum leverage on your one minute video. And so it's quite spectacular. And I always go to your profile, like websites are dead. Let's be honest, having a website, especially the one that's handed to you from a brokerage, it's got your old picture on it, your social profile, that is your new website, much like doing the green screen for realtors. That's the new feature sheet for 2023 and moving forward, your social profile within five minutes, I can go to your profile. I can see everything about you. I can see if you're a cook, a father, a dad, mortgage broker, where you're located. Boom. I can watch two, three minutes of your content. I know if I like you, I know if you sound positive and like a professional or whatever I need you to sound like, I can connect with you through a website. I can't connect with you. I don't know if you're doing daily things on there. And if I see you doing daily things on your social, I know you're committed to your business. I had realtor five years ago, a bunch of them. Say, Ryan, I love you as a mortgage broker, but my brand's going on social and I need you to have a social presence. And so I can't work with you. And that was five years ago. <laughs> that was five right. years ago. I can only imagine now if you don't have a presence and it's you talking and being authentic and yourself online, like where are you focusing your energy on your website? Like no one's going and reading a blog anymore. They're going on and they're consuming three, four reels and they're seeing if yeah. they like you. Right. It's the new yeah, website. I, I totally agree with all that. And if you have limited bandwidth and time, you should put it on the stuff that actually can move the needle. Right. So you basically said you did Instagram. Is Instagram you think everybody should use, or do you think you pick the platform you like? Like tell me about how you choose a platform. Yeah. Well, for us, so this is just how to get attention, right? And then the second part is like how do you convert the attention into book calls? And so for this, I'm posting my stuff on five platforms. That was a plan. I made a commitment in social media to go build a brand on five platforms. But we've really just honed in on how can I connect with people through DMs? We're doing that on one. I recommend everyone listening, don't go figure out YouTube. Don't go figure out LinkedIn. Like figure out one that you want to spend all your time and energy on and then go to a different platform because there's so many nuances and whatnot. For me, we do a lot of communication through DM, DMing people, direct messages. That process on Instagram is very easy and fluid and I'm comfortable doing it. I'd never done an Instagram post hundred days ago. So this is all new for me as well. Like I'm four yeah. months into it, but Instagram for me is the most user-friendly and it's where my avatars hang out for you, a mortgage broker. Hey, kind of interesting. If I wanted provable income, white collared, because most of us want, that's kind of the thing. I want business owners, white collared professionals, provable income with good credit. Which platform would they hang out on? LinkedIn, maybe? Probably that would be the one where majority of those avatars hang out. Maybe you go LinkedIn. You'll have less competition there because there's less yeah. mortgage brokers pumping out videos and whatnot on Instagram. I just, I personally, I mean, this is my own. I just don't find LinkedIn super awesome to be on. You know, I've got a large people that I'm connected with on there because I just say yes to everybody. I don't care. And there's thousands of them, but I'm like, I've never used it. And I'm sure it's like anything. It's an underutilized opportunity but most people don't have the bandwidth to do all of them so pick the one like you said pick the one that you like if it was me it would be instagram my plan would be if i'm in south carolina and you and i are competing as mortgage brokers i'm going to do a podcast and instagram and i'm going to combine them how do you come up with ideas for content we can talk about content but before we get into that let's just touch on like instagram if i was starting over 
and I had no brand online, I would start with Instagram because remember, you're putting your content towards referral partners and small businesses to hijack their followers, to hijack their traffic. So on LinkedIn, you can't really gauge any of that. That's yeah. to go after the end consumer. But if you're looking to go over realtors and business owners, I would do Instagram because you can track all that, right? So yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a good point. I agree with you. One of the things you and I have done in the past lots of times is we would find somebody with a list. Like we talk about this, you know, the Dream 100 idea, find 100 dream clients, referral partners, and then they have the list and then figure out a way to get in front of their list. Well, there's a lot of steps to that. You can create a webinar and all this. So we've done all those things and work with varying degrees of success, depending on how you pull them off. But if you can create short form content that they can share, you can do that on small scale rapidly and daily, right? Like, so you're doing the same thing. Like, so that realtor that you're trying to make a friend with who you'd like, Hey, let me do a webinar for your people. If their people see you enough doing collaborations, if you decided to do a webinar at some point, you could, it's the exact same thing, Ryan. It's just, there's higher frequency and it's actually easier to create. Creating a, a long form webinar is not easy, like to make it not suck. And to be good at it and to get people to show up. And then you ultimately still have to get them into a discovery call. So if we can cut that part out, I love webinars and they're very useful. But if you can cut that out, you shorten the sales cycle from, hey, here's content to a realtor. I'm doing free stuff for you, free value ads. Hey, I collaborate with you, shares to their audience. Now I get followers. Now I start doing the conversion, which we'll get into after. And I start doing all that stuff and I just do it every day and it takes me five minutes max to do it. And it starts compounding over and over and over again, plus the conversion strategy on the back end. I've been doing this enough now and I'm doing with mortgage brokers behind the scenes or accountability groups. There's no way this does not work. It works every time all day long. It's just a matter of how quickly does it work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then give me a couple of your content ideas. So somebody's like, I don't have any content ideas. Tell me about that. And then we'll talk about conversion. So how do I go from, okay, I got their attention. I got their eyeballs by hijacking other people's accounts as one of the ways of growing your own account. Give me content ideas and then conversion. Yeah. So content ideas. Well, if you're looking for the referral partners, I kind of went over that with the listing option with the green screen, Google app, you know what it is, green screen, Instagram. That's for referral partners of small businesses. But if you're just looking to put content out for consumers, even if it's for other referral partners, like coined this phrase early on, someone's already solved this problem. There are people out there crushing it on Instagram, crushing it on social media, who are mortgage brokers in Canada, in the US, in your state, in your province. Go find who those people are. I know who they are already. I've got a nice list of them, but go find out who they are. They've already cracked the code. They've figured out the content. And a lot of it comes down to your own personality and how you deliver it. But the bottleneck will never be, I don't know what to say, because you can go and look at their stuff for inspiration and then put it in your own words. Or number two, another easy spot, and this is one that gets the most engagement, crazy enough, is just documenting your day. You're literally cameras around you. You're going, oh, hey, like much like this. I'm actually going to do this right now. I'm going to take a picture of this. Boom. And that's going to be a piece of content. I'm going to make a reel and I'm going to be, hey, check out. I was on a podcast. With Scott, yeah, I know you, hey, wasn't you doing that? I'll do a more fun picture. Can't do more fun. <laughs> okay, I'll do the same thing. So that, I have a whiteboard over here I put ideas on. If you're doing a budget and you're explaining things to people, if you have a client journey, man, if you have a client journey, I would have that on my screen. I would screenshot it. I would have it green screen behind me. I would talk about it and I'd be like, this is the journey my clients go on all in one minute. And then I would have specific things I talk about Another one. So if you are very good at communication, you have communication standard, have that listed on a screen, screenshot it, green screen behind you on Instagram, start talking about it. Clients are going to see that, how well they're going to be taken care of. Referral partners are going to see it. So it's not even you coming up and going, here's my opinion on fixed first variable. Here's prepayment privileges. 
It's I'm just going to show you, hey, I just got off a call today with a client. They called me. They're in a bind. They wanted to need a private mortgage. Unfortunately, the other broker dropped the ball. Didn't tell them that the lender they're with doesn't do bridge loans. I said, we can take you to a private. I actually gave them better advice. I showed them where to go, but they called me for a second opinion. I helped them out. And I just wanted to share with you, I could do the same for you, right? That's just a call you did. I'm sure everyone listening here, you could think into your day already and find two, three things you could talk about, about stories, right? It's all about sharing stories, being a storyteller, sharing outcomes, a hook to get people to listen, then the story with an outcome. And a lot of us, we overcomplicate this for the generic mortgage stuff. You've got people out there already doing it. And then you're literally just talking about what you're doing in a day. Got an approval in today. This was a hard one. Like you turn the camera on, you go, you edit everything in the platform. You're not sucking it out, put in a third party editing service. You keep it all in there. I think it's so cool. So you can tell I'm jacked up about this. I think it's so cool that you can run all your prospecting for your mortgage business, where you can go make a half a million bucks from your phone. You do not need a desktop to go do any of this. It can all be here, no fancy background, camera right here, voice memoing people, and we'll talk about that after. But I just think it's so cool the time we're in that I can run my whole marketing for my business off my phone. Right, that's good. Okay, you shouldn't have an issue with content. So then talk about conversion. So you get some of that attention. And so how do I convert these people that are starting to follow me? Let's do it two ways. Let's start with the easiest. Somebody reaches out and goes, hey, Ryan, I like your stuff because they've actually put their hand up. But then for the people that don't put their hand up, what do you do there? So I want those two different scenarios. Yeah, 100%. Well, there's some complicated ways. And so this all comes into the DM game. So direct messages. This is the new version of phone calls. So we all know calling works less and less. It still works, but you have to be really good at calls and you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable making those calls. There's a new way to do business right now. And it's actually been around for seven, eight years. We're just dinosaurs in this industry. And it's through converting people through DMs on your phone. So we do five opens a day in our accountability groups. And me personally, I do 10. Those opens are you just telling people what you do. That's the lowest hanging fruit for everybody. And so we come in and we go, if you're pumping content out, you go, who's commenting on the content? Okay, I'm going to send them a DM. Who is liking my content? I'm going to send them a DM. You're only doing five a day. If someone DMs you, you're just going to have a regular conversation like an adult. And you're going to try and move them along to a book call at some point or just telling them what you do. But every day, if you're not putting content out and you don't have anyone engaging with any of your stuff, you have followers on Instagram. You have connections on LinkedIn. You have friends on Facebook. You just picking your phone up and doing a voice memo. It's a little microphone you press in there. You just go, hey, Tom, Ryan Wiley here. Thanks for the new follow. Or, hey, we're connected on Instagram. We're in the same world together. I've always learned to not assume everyone knows what I'm doing at any given time. So I'm just letting you know, I'm a mortgage broker. I'm a mortgage broker in Ontario, and I happen to be really good at it. And so I'm just reaching out, letting you know what I do. If you have any questions for me, you know where to find me. Enjoy your week. That's just you telling someone what you do. If it's a close friend and you don't really talk mortgages, it's like, hey, Tom, I'm going to put my mortgage hat on right now. I don't normally do that when we chat, but I'm just letting you know a lot of my clients are stressed out. I'm checking in to check your temperature, seeing if you're stressed out with all the finances and whatnot. Anyways, if you have any mortgage questions, I'm always here to help, man. Right? That's for the people who you never really talk about. And then there's other games you can go into, but that's like the simplest, easiest thing you can do. As soon as you get a follower, they usually voice memoing every follower. They come in, go check out their profile, check out if there's some commonality, maybe watch a reel or two. And then it's like, hey, Sarah, thanks for the follow. I appreciate it. 
I love your branding on your stuff. It looks pretty cool. I saw that video of you doing the skiing. Me and my family haven't been able to get out yet, but we wish we could. Anyways, thanks for the follow. Our paths will cross at some point, right? Right. These are small little things that just start adding up over time. And then you can do 10 a day, 15 a day, 20 a day. Like good things start happening out of it. So that's the conversion. That's like a simple blueprint for consistent opens every day to keep calm. And then you're just having conversations back and forth with people. And then you have to decide how long you're going to play in the friend zone before you actually jump in and go, hey, do you have a problem in the mortgage world? What is it? Oh, guess what? I have a solution. We should jump on a 15 minute call. Right. I gave you a lot yeah. there, but <laughs> that's a lot. But point is, is that you don't need to make it complicated, right? It's really just starting a relationship virtually. When you think about it, like how many people now meet their significant other? I mean, back when we, you know, it was just, you did, there was no online dating, but now it's all done through online dating. They're building relationships before they even decide to meet. It's through messaging. And I don't know the percent, but it's very high, I bet. And so if that's kind of what's happening, it's sort of like adopt the new technology, the new strategy, if that's where the market's going. Otherwise, you're going to have a heck of a time. And they're going to be more comfortable meeting you or talking to you on the phone if you message them and they've seen your stuff and you seem like a normal dude and you're not weird and all of that stuff. And you're having a normal conversation. You're not sales pitching them, you know, and you're personalizing. So a voice memo is pretty hard for you to get someone else to voice memo for you. It's not like you've got, you know, someone else dropping voice memos for you to these other people that would have to be you doing it. So then they go, wow. Personalized. So if you want money in the bank account, that means you need a broker complete file. That means you need an approval. That means you need an application, which means you need a discovery call, which before that, like, where's that discovery call come from? It comes from a conversation. So I always simplify, and this is what you should be thinking as a mortgage broker. How should I have as many conversations as possible with people telling them what I do? Because that's ultimately going to lead to discovery calls, which then goes back to money in the bank account. Well, I don't know. You're going to get showered up, get in the car, drive somewhere, go to a convention, put a name tag on, shake some hands, get some business car. Like You can't do it every day. You can't do that 10 times a day. Like By the time you've done that, I've had 150 conversations with people. Right. And very intimate conversations because I'm in their inbox. I'm in their DM. I'm talking to them through voice memo, referencing their name. I'm having like real connections with them. And then guess what? They get to go check out my social while they're on that to go see, is this guy a nut bar or do I like his style? Is he selling crypto? Is he selling crypto or what is he doing? Like what's going on here? And if they just see me sharing my family and what I do and my opinions on things, I don't know a better way. There are other ways. I just don't know a more efficient, effective way. Right. So any other kind of last thoughts on this? So we talked about, you know, how you get attention, how you come up with content ideas, because you're going to use like social. And then we talked about conversion, starting a conversation that leads to, you know, possible discovery calls and planting lots of seeds. Part of the reason you're so hooked on this is because in the 10 Loans a Month Academy, you run these accountability groups where people actually, I'll get you to talk about in a second, you get together and you actually do this as a group. And the results have been incredible because like going to the gym every day, right? It's like, hey, we're going to the gym. We're going to do our push-ups, We're going to do our workouts. And there's that community cross-sharing of ideas and you're seeing it in real time. Like, holy crap, this is working even in a tough market, even in a market that's down 40%. Talk to me about that. Yeah, well, and this we sort of stumbled on this. And I think the evolution of coaching is changing where 
you know, back in the day, you used to buy courses and you do the course. Like you and I have done this. We've, <laughs> we've done I bought this. lots of courses. I've made <laughs> a few courses in my day. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've done both. Like it's, we both, you and I both spent a fortune on training, oh. marketing and training courses. Like too much money, like a ton. Yeah. And so when we survey all the students in the academy and like, what's the thing you like the most? What are you lacking? What's this? And the biggest complaint we get in the academy is there's too much stuff, Ryan. It's like hundreds of hours of content, too much stuff. And I wish I had accountability. So what we do is we stripped the academy down. And the timing of this is perfect because we are opening the doors next week. The academy will be a link below if you want to check that out. But we've stripped down the academy and we've done three things. And one of those things, the accountability group. And so the accountability group is how to build your business on Instagram. So we've been testing it. We're in our second testing phase now. We have 30 people who joined like that in an accountability group. We meet once a day. Monday to Friday for four weeks. And we come in there and man, we're learning like how to optimize your profile. We're learning how to create content and content schedules. We're learning how to edit the reels. We're learning what works and what doesn't. But the biggest thing we're getting is 30 people are going out trying things and then they're reporting back. And then we're taking notes and we're sharing things. We're becoming yeah, like you're this. getting very nuanced, real time. Like very. even if you create a great training today on that topic, it starts to scale date fairly quickly. But this is being done in real time. So it's like real time that, checking yeah. stuff out. The biggest aha moment for me, and I'm sure a lot of the brokers in there can attest to, is the mindset of socials a scary thing. And the breakthroughs we've seen, I'll give you actually a specific example, because I actually made my weekend going into the weekend. And I was, I was laughing so hard, I started to cry like in a good way. But just these are a lot of brokers who just haven't done anything on social. And they're putting themselves out there. And we're asking them to have daily non-negotiables. And one is one reel a day, plus one story, plus a bunch of other things they need to do. But the hard thing of putting stories out there. So we have this one broker who about two weeks into this, he's the last guy I would have thought to do this. And I won't use names. You know who you are. But he went, I kid you not, and it was one of the best things I've ever seen. He went into a Home Depot parking lot and <laughs> he started to just ask people if they had a fixed or variable rate mortgage. And if you knew this guy, you'd understand why it's even that much funnier. And so it just so happened because he had to come out of his shell to do this. And he's sitting there and he's on camera and he posted on his Instagram, like it was live. And I'm like, what is this goldness? And he's out there and the two people he asked actually didn't even have a mortgage. So that even made it more funny. But he went to the street to ask people. And so the content was so engaging and I felt so proud for him and happy for him because he came out of the shell. He would have not done that. But that's the support he got from the community we created in this 30-day challenge. And so now it's morphed into this thing where now he's got all these things he's going to do. He's just going to go to the street. The questions he was going to ask on... Hey, do you want a second opinion on your mortgage? Or hey, what do you think of the latest bank account announcement? He's going to go on a content day and just find people on the street and start asking them questions. And that's his content, which will lead into awesome engagement, which will lead into business without a doubt. That was one of the very cool things. There's a bunch of others, but Jeepers, it was just, that's a brilliant idea. I love it was, that. It was brilliant. I love that. Love it. It was like yes. uh, such a good idea, Ryan. Like, yes. man. Yeah, just I going mean, around, like asking people, do you have fixed or variable? Why are here's you, the thing. So like what I love at? about that is that there's a concept in sales. It's been around for like 2000 years, ever since so however long sales been around, which is sales is the oldest profession is what they say. I you thought sex was, for, isn't sex. The oldest it was profession? a sale, man. It was a sale. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Come on, come on. It's still a sale. Somebody sold somebody something there. So I say it's the oldest profession. So they say, ask for advice and get business, right? 
So we've done this lots. We use strategies in email, works very well. I have never thought to actually do the same thing in real life and document it. And now it becomes content for everybody, for people. And the, the more random and unexpected, the better, because then it's not scripted. Because then it's like, oh, what the heck's going to happen, right? And so I love that idea. That is such a great idea. Like it's the same concepts. We're just using different tools. It's like it's the same principles with new tools applied to the same principles. So all the questions you want to ask people, like seriously, walk around and just interview people. Do it for three hours, one day a month. And people are way more comfortable on camera than they used to be. If you ask them questions and stuff like with video calls and Zoom, people are way more conditioned for it than you think. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. So that was something that happened and it was like a huge aha. And I was like, oh my God. And the fact that he did this. And there's been a lot of other people that have like posted for 12, 14 straight days and never made a video in their life. And they're coming to the group and we strip the mindset down. We pump each other up. We get going. We give ideas. We support each other. And just building this mini community within the 10 loans community has been a big aha moment for us. And so moving forward, part of the new academy accountability groups is one of the three pillars that we're focusing a lot of energy on. And it'll be building your business on Instagram. Then we'll do a LinkedIn one. Then we'll do an Instagram 2.0 and just building a brand and converting through social. Right. I love it. Okay. So if somebody wants to find out about what you're doing, 10 loans a month Academy, where do they go? When is it happening? I'll put links obviously in the show notes and everything so they can find you, but like, how's the easiest way to do that? Yeah. They can go to 10 loansmonth.com. Check it out. We're launching. We'll have two info sessions. You can come in, you know, the cost of one deal or less for most of you, which is a tax write-off anyways, you get a year membership in the Academy. Like it's crazy. And you can be in an accountability group every day of the year if you want. Plus, we have workshops launching every month. If you don't mind, I just want to touch on our first workshop we're doing, which I think is an amazing workshop. Do we have time? Yeah. Okay. Dude, <laughs> like, I got like, I got all the time in the world. Like, we could talk for two hours. I mean, people may not listen to it if we go too long, but I don't care. Like, it doesn't cost me anything extra. Put it that way. Yes. So the three pillars we have are one is we have live coaching once a week. We have a coach for an hour coaching session and different topics. We're going to rotate through every week. Number two is our workshops. And those are going to be launched, could be a half day, a full day, maybe a three-day workshop. But the one we're doing, you know, back early in my mortgage career, maybe seven, eight years ago, I said, how can I build a boring mortgage business? I had so many shiny objects on my plate. I had so many things I was trying as a mortgage broker. I said, I need to build a business that's more like a car wash, a laundromat, a dry cleaner, just the boring thing that spits out money and just put my head down and build a boring business. So I came up with six principles. In my business, my goal was to do half a million dollars of revenue working 12 hours a week. And so I accomplished that. And then we grew even past that. But I accomplished that by building a very boring mortgage business. So the first workshop we're doing, it's going to be a half-day event. And I'm going to break down the six principles I did to build a boring mortgage business to do the half million working 12 hours a week. So I'm going to share that with you. That's our first one we're going to launch in October the first workshop. And I'm excited for that because it'll be you and me sitting there in a group with a bunch of people. And we're just going to get into it, break it down. Yeah. So the boring business. I love that. That's so good. Boring mortgage business. Okay. Where can people find you on social since we talked about it? Where should they go? I am everywhere. I am Ryan Wiley. So if you go Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, just search I am Ryan Wiley and you will find me and please connect with me on there. Yeah. You know, Check me out. It's all broker stuff. 
it's all for you. All the content I put out is for you. And I'm not wasting time on there. I'm giving you ideas. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm excited for what you're doing with the Academy. I'm also excited watching your social grow. I know that for me, podcasting has been easy, but I need to like, I got a plan for the social, which I'll talk to you more about another time. But all right, good chatting with you. Love it, brother. Okay, Broker Nation, thanks for hanging in here. Appreciate you guys. Ooh, so, all right. Hopefully you got some good thoughts and ideas from that conversation with Ryan. Love talking to that guy. And again, check out the 10 Loans a Month Academy. Ryan's doing some amazing stuff over there. Absolutely love, love, love what he's done with it. So I had said in this episode how I would build a business if you dropped me down. I, of course, I know podcasting, doing it for a long, long time. And so I would have to build a podcast. I've got four steps to this. Step one, you put me in a city where I don't know anybody. The first thing I'm going to do is launch a local real estate specific podcast for that region. So if you want to see an example of this, go check out the Calgary Real Estate Investment Podcast. It's my brother's podcast. And he started that less than a year ago. He's already done more than hundred grand in commission from it as a real estate agent. And it's very specific. And I would do the exact same thing, but I would make it regional because I want to make relationships. That's the first thing. Second thing I would do is I would approach high producing real estate agents, developers, builders, city officials, you know, business owners, anybody to be on my show that would be interesting for my audience that's in that region. That would be the second thing I would do. Third thing I would do, this is from Ryan, is I would cut that content into numerous real size bits. And I think there's video.ai is a tool you can use. So video.ai, you can cut the content for you in chapters and I would create reels from that and I would use the collaboration feature, which I didn't know about this because I'm still figuring this stuff out. I would use the collaboration feature to basically hijack their social accounts and promote that content. I think that's genius. I would then fill the rest of my content with you know, a day in the life of stuff. I would use content from my customer journey. I would use content from client interactions. I had this thought last night for some reason at two in the morning, because I've created a lot of content over the years. And, and a lot of you have too, if you've ever created any presentations or even just sending emails. And here's what my plan is, is that I'm going to go back and look at some of my presentations and I'm going to pull up a slide from that presentation. If something deserved a slide in a presentation, so let's say you're doing a presentation, however long it is, it's probably important. So then I'm going to look at that slide and go, okay, how would I create a quote card? So you see those on Instagram or, you know, on different platforms. What's the quote card, the salient detail or point that would fit from this slide? Then I would create a carousel. So those carousels are where you have something you slide to the right and you'd look at the different points on it. Then I would create a reel from it. So then all of that would lead me to create a reel, then create a story. I'm actually going to do this. And so if you follow my Instagram, go check me out. I'm going to do this with a piece of content and I'm going to see how it goes. Cause I think this is like, oh my gosh, I literally just have to take what I already have and repurpose it, recycle it. So hopefully you find that interesting. Again, go check out 10loansamonth.com. Ryan's doing some really cool stuff over there. Thanks for listening to the show. If you found this episode useful in particular, please share it. I'd really appreciate it. We've been making some tweaks to how we format the show with the goal of making it more useful for you. And so if this was useful, give it a share, send it to a friend, say, hey, you gotta check this out, go copy it, hold each other accountable. Hey, let's do this. You know, great idea. Take this episode, sit down with a friend and then go, let's copy what these guys said to do in this. And then tell us how it goes. Maybe in six months, I'll have you on the podcast and be like, hey, guess what? We did what you said and oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe what happened. Go do that. I'd love to hear from you, share this episode. And thanks again for listening. I will see you on the next show. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.